time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. Um, but anywho, I'm taking all uh, serious. Okay, so there's there's a lot of You're criteria a here. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. I may be so loud. Sorry, I'm getting started off hot and heavy. Um, I'm taking serious. Okay, the criteria are it has to have a good story. All right. I have. What are we talking about? And I need I need serious suggestions, but I need some serious suggestions for hentai games. Okay, because like. I think that I think that too many of those kind of those genre of games like lean too heavy on the fan service, and it's like I want a, a developed story, all right? I want to be in, invested in the characters that I'm watching, right? So anybody out there? So are you saying that you watch uh, you watch porn for the story, and you 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 read the nudie magazines, you you read the articles? That's why you like to... low key, like I mean, yeah, I mean, right? Like it's, I think that. If you're going to be watching, you know, porn, I think that a good story is is key, right? I can't like you can't be invested in something where like the writing is terrible, right? Dude. Because then it's like grammatical errors. Okay, they're not even like their their lines aren't even synced up. Like she's on page seven and he's reading from like page three. Okay, I don't know, man. It throws you asking, off. I think you're asking too much. I, I'm just like no, I know they're not. You know, they're not. Uh, Brad Pitt. Okay, it's not you. Don't got Matt Damon out there slinging dick. Okay, you don't. You don't have Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, out there, uh, washing her car uh, in the pool boy Caesar or whatever. Okay, well, it's I mean not... she she did get naked in that one movie where she like fights people on a beach. What? What is this? <laughs> what is this now? Yes, yeah, that, so that, that feels like, like a very poorly described like. <laughs> Like uh, like you know how they, they you know you explain a, a a movie title badly. That's more of a scene. So like she's like this crazy girl, and like she's in debt or something, and she like tries to like hook up with this guy who has money. I think I didn't watch it. I don't know, but like it, people watched it because she was naked in the movie. Oh, okay. and the scene that I saw, because of course, was that she was naked on the beach and she was fighting people naked. That sounds like uh, yeah, it's crazy. I don't even... <laughs> the only scene I remember from like my early childhood uh, was uh, I think her name is Halle Berry mm-hmm. in uh, I think it was Swordfish. It I think was. is the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, and it was just like her her laying there in a chair. And, like that's the only that's well, that's the I think that's the sunbathing. earliest that might be the earliest boobs I ever saw. Really, my, my earliest first pair. When of did you? Movies. What was it you said the other day? When was you? When was it that you decided that like you liked women? Oh shit, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Oh shit! What was that? I don't even remember. That. I don't know. It was, it was like so, like out of left field. We were at a concert, and you're just like, "Yeah, you know, that's the first time I decided I like women. I think I like girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, don't I like know, girls. I don't yeah, know I don't what remember it was. who I was talking about, dude. Okay, fill it. Uh, comment below who you think I was talking about. <laughs> I don't know who it was. It was a it was a movie or TV show. I think. 
Yeah. Like, it have, yeah. Who was your first be. crush? Like, who was your first like crush as a kid when you were? Oh just, man. Like, okay. When you were, we're like, gonna go, I'm gonna go cringe. I'm gonna go cringe road right now. Have we done this before? I don't think we've done this. Who was your first crush? You go first. See who's cringier. Oh man. I mean, the cop out feels like Kelly Kapowski from um, Saved by the Bell. But I was also watching wrestling at the time too, so like it would have probably Triple H. Yeah. No, no, it would have probably been Sunny or uh, like Sable or something like at that age. And then as it got into the Attitude Era, you know, you got Trish and like Stacy and Lita. Okay, Lita so, like, did something because she had okay. yeah. Well, Lita had it like she was kind of she was like she had an arm tattoo, and that was like the first time I saw like like a, like a woman with like an arm like a sleeve, and I was like, well, this this is doing something. <laughs> what was this tingling down low this, yeah that's, that's another like weird thing i don't think that gets talked about too much is like when you realize like what a boner was right mm-hmm. what a what a what popping a dog is like you know it's like popping a dog <laughs> yeah like i don't because i don't i don't man i don't even know dude uh but i think my well, I mean, you learn crush, about it in like fifth grade right do you that's, when the, that's the first time that you take like uh like family education or shit like sex ed and stuff nope well, Never I mean, you it. didn't because you lived in like fucking podunk town. Yeah, they were like, "Ew, wieners, gross." Dude. Like, <laughs> Ew. Nobody has nobody has sexual a education. That's not important. We need to having... up that that teen pregnancy here. We need yeah. more population in this town. You're having feelings for the for the opposite sex. The devil must be present in your body. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that's a whole thing too. Like, you know, like they try to repress that in a lot of kids, depending on what part of the. I think a lot of that has to do with like they just don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about how I mean, there's like that that awkward conversation with their kids. Is it awkward? Yeah, oh, I never had the talk with my dad. I know we, I know we've discussed that. Yeah, and I think that if we ours was completely opposite. I, I had the discussion. I had. I think that if we mine was a little. I mentally blocked it. Is what happened. I think. I think if we had the talk, it's blocked. It's behind. Mine was probably less the talk and more of like use a condom. So I think I got the use a condom thing. So he's like, you know, I mean, when I was in high school, it was more of like, you know, you got a girl coming over. Like, do I need to leave the house? And it's like, that's probably not the best thing to do for, you know, a 17, 16, Dude, 17 year old. I don't know. But your dad was also like uh, divorced. Right. Yeah. But my dad, dad, my dad, raising a, raising the a thought, the thought works. child. So the thought works. It's like, OK, like, you know, use protection. Like it, it's I would, you know, my dad didn't encourage like underage drinking, but he was just like, if you're going to do it, I would rather you like do it in the backyard, like drink in the backyard. So that way, and I, I have the keys. You guys can't go anywhere. Cause like, if yeah. you're going to do it, I can't stop you from going to parties. I can't stop you from doing this. I didn't do those, do the things anyway, but like, yeah, you know, if you're going to be a shithead teenager, like do it here, <laughs> which sort of takes hey. the fun. It takes the sales out of it. It takes the fun out of it. It's just why I never smoked weed and never fucking partied because <laughs> it was my dad was just like, dude, whatever. Like, he does like joining you. He's like, hey guys, what are we drinking tonight? Yeah. yeah what's and going so on? like, like again, I've always said like the reason why kids do that at that age is because it's a sense of rebellion because you are not supposed to do that. So like also in doing all that stuff, my dad made all this stuff seemingly uncool. And it's just like, I don't want to do this shit. Like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. like the girl, the girl thing, thing was not uncool. It was just like, you're in, you're in high school. You don't fucking know what you're doing. Like, and it's awkward. Dude. and. Yeah, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't even. Know but that. my first, my first crush, uh, was a toss up between, uh, what? Pan from Dragon Ball Z or Android eighteen from Dragon Ball Z. Oh boy. Or, 
I was of age. Like I was the same age as these people. I wasn't, I'm not like, I'm not like 18. Like, yeah, those little girls are hot, you know, don't isolate that. Uh, but, uh, it was like that Android 18, a lot of cartoons back in my day. Jeez Louise. Uh, probably that, the, the girl from Kiri, I think it was her name from Digimon. Mm-hmm. The very first movie. Fucking. What about yeah, the chick she, from Pokemon? Misty. Mm-hmm. A lot of fan art of Misty. That's for sure. You know, and she's like, she that we got to stop drawing that guys because she's like 12, I think. Like, still, Ash, do they not Ash do they that age? Like, no, Ash is still like 10 years old. Okay, I don't, he's been 10, he's like the 30 year old. Didn't he die old. recently or something or he retired? No, he uh finally beat, he finally uh, achieved his goal of like, Pokemon I know that it was briefly mentioned like Master. two years ago on this podcast. Loki, dude, that Pokemon battle though, I watched, I, I just watched the highlights because I ain't gonna watch a whole fucking episode. Like, it's uh, goddamn, uh, who's but, got time for that? 27 yeah. minutes of animation. But that final episode, they, they, it was uh, Charizard v Pikachu. That was an anime battle and a half, dog. That was hell cool. That was super cool. Yeah. Uh, but Ash won, of course. He fucking rocked it. Uh, you know, he 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 achieved his dreams at age ten years old. Uh, maybe thirteen now. I don't know, but he's going places, dude. But he, so, then again, he's <clears throat> peaked. He's peaked now. So like, what? He's like Professor Oak now in the future, and mm. it's like. He's he's a washed up uh, Pokemon master and nobody cares anymore, you know. So I mentioned that we went to a concert that was last week sometime. Now, for those who are listening at home, this you know you're not you're not a metal guy. You don't listen to no. metal. It's not it's not your preferred genre of music, and I get that. And then so it was 2021, right when we went and saw Gojira. Yes. Your wife came. It was the first time you met Phil. Shout out Phil, you're getting that <laughs> shirt. And because I remember it was like, it was awkward for me because it was only the second time that I'd ever been to a concert where you sat down, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I've been going to concerts since I was, you know, like 17 years old. And like the thing you do, right, is you go in, it's a dingy nightclub or it's like an old warehouse or whatever. And you fucking yeah. stand, you spend $25, you get in. And there's just like bodies everywhere. You know, there's just like drunk people. There's just like people that are hammered. It's loud music. It's violence. You know, all this stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Contained. So like I was a little shocked when you walk in and there's fucking seats and it's like you got a chauffeur. He's already not weird, right? Because we're sitting 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 down and it's like this is like the concert was great. You know, we talked about it on the podcast. It was great. But like that to me, that was like not the me- that was not the metal experience like i wanted I got you to the f- music i didn't get the experience. i wanted you to feel that like underground like dingy feel right and so uh here locally there was a show and you know i'm one of those people that's like you know the scene sort of like we don't get a whole lot of like metal music here anymore used to we would get it all the time like every week there was a band rolling into town you know the landscape of live music has changed since covid you know rising costs mm-hmm. all that stuff but so like we don't get a ton of stuff but when we do i'm also one of those people that's like you can't bitch about stuff not coming to your town if you don't do the things that do come to your town right yeah you got to support it to get people you got to support gotta, you got to support yeah. it and show that okay anyways so you know it's right down uh right down the road from your house and it's you know it's an old kmart building the we used to have this place called the international um and like it went through a bunch of like different ownerships and it used to be an old railroad whatever and then so like it moved out of downtown because of rent and anyways so you walk in and like 
immediately it was the experience. It immediately yeah. is just like, okay, so like this is a dark, smoky, hazy, dingy, open floor. You like walked in, you're like, oh, there's no seats here. And I'm like, no, there's no yeah, seats. Where do we sit down? <laughs> there are <laughs> do no I just seats. Sit, here. Do I sit anywhere on the floor? Um, and, you know, there was not as many people there as I anticipated. I thought that Fear Factory would bring out a lot of old school neck beards. Um, and, you know, I was there for one reason, and that was to see Orbit Culture. And, God like, damn, yeah. I think you can correct me, but I think you got an appreciation for the the music as a whole in seeing it in person and seeing the the wall of death, seeing mosh pits, seeing the, you know, the performance, seeing, you know, let's not gloss over the fact that a, 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 a man and his son were there and the kid who's, I mean, well, he's like what, 10 years old. He probably was 12. I would say if we had to put him at the top of his age, probably 10, 12, 10 to 12. 10, right. 10, and he's in the mosh pit yeah. guys. He's in the mosh pit and having like everyone, the heaven of, of his life, fucking time of his life. And then you said it too. You're like, that's probably the only time in his life he has ever felt completely comfortable and welcome because there was there was just something that you could see in his face whenever Joy. like he, whenever he did his first because he was super timid at first like he looked at the yeah. he looked at people like he was like i kind of want to join like he was watching people going in a circle he was watching know? people doing the mosh pit stuff and he was just like kind of like you know bumping a little bit but like you could tell and he was as a little soon hesitant. as that yeah as soon as that first that first uh trip to the mosh pit was over and like it kind of fizzled out or whatever like you could see like people came up to him like patting him on the back and stuff and there was just like this look in his eyes like God damn! Like I've, yeah, I've never yeah. felt accepted in my life. Like, uh, like I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like I don't know if he's been accepted. It's like he's probably got tons of like you know Fortnite friends. I don't know. But there was like <laughs> this look in his eyes where it's like he it felt like he had found his place almost. Where he was like, okay, yeah, I could fit in here, kind of thing. So it was really and, nice. It was really you know, it, there's what was really cool is that everyone sort of protected him, but still gave him the ability to like he could run and like push the adults as hard oh, as he and they could. they would shove they were shoving him they would shove him back but obviously they weren't he i think bullying. he got hurt kind of at one point but i think it was one of those pride things where he didn't want to admit it because he was holding his hand quite a bit like i think he fell on his hand weird or whatever but i don't yeah i don't think it was intentional i think it was just in the no, nature yeah. of of loud music and, and but, movements and stuff and then you saw it, somebody bust their face oh dude yeah that was bad like she was like, hurt she, she was knocked off. What fuck. happened? I don't know what happened. All I I you, like Fear Factory's on, and then like I just see this like girl do a face plant, and, and like, like she was not happy. She was not on Earth. <laughs> her <bro>. her <laughs> night was ruined. No, needless to say, she was she not was holding her face. It. You didn't see the blood, did you? I didn't want to see the blood. I was gonna pass out <laughs> if I saw the blood, so I just didn't look. I was like, I saw the the her look of anguish in her eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was like, was... I don't need to see anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, I hope you have a better a day tomorrow for sure. I mean, I'm sure she had a great night. She had a bad morning, right? Um, for sure. But it was it was fun, man. It was really fun. I, I I there's something so cathartic about live music, live violent music, and dude, goddamn if. Orbit culture is just not like the fucking best thing ever, dude. Oh God, shit! So shouts shouts out Josh too. I met Josh, great oh, yeah, guy. Josh. Yeah, uh, his his wife as well. I think was there. I didn't get her name, and I feel bad about it. But uh, they were they were great people. Yeah, there's just like goddamn Orbit culture ruled. Like definitely the other bands like uh halo scars was was dope they they tried to garner the energy right you know like you start you're the you're the they're a local band, band too they're local band they're they're trying to like you know get the crowd started and it's definitely hard it's a lot like streaming to nobody where like <laughs> their people are there sure but they're not there for you so right. you have to like kind of get everybody hyped for you as well as like the other bands so but then 
Orbiculture fucking slapped so hard. Like, I, they, they were they were the stars of the show, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's why they I ruled. Fear Factory, dope band as well. Like, you you had uh, Dino. Was it Dino? Dino. God damn, dude. 60 Dino years ruled. old. Dude ruled so hard. Like, it's <laughs> like, I he, he had that look in his eyes. It's like, this guy fucks, for sure. This guy, <laughs> this guy fucks hard. And, like, he was super rad. Uh, I forgot the, the lead singer's name. Melio. Melio. Dope He's from guy. Italy. I could not. I don't know if it's because he was screaming, you know, or it was like it's metal. I could not get a tinge of Italy until he started talking. It wasn't yeah. until like he started addressing the crowd. Like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he's Italian for sure. But when he was singing, it was like, I, I thought he was, he was just a dude. So it's well, I mean, Ozzy's the same way. You ever listen to Ozzy sing versus Ozzy speak? That's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but the most like hilarious thing of the entire show, something I have never done before with anybody else, is that, you know, Orbit Culture is like singing. And like you're just like sitting there like bopping to the music like, like okay, and then because you always say well, like I don't know what they're saying, so I literally pull up the lyrics for you, it, it was and dope, then like dude, I was, it was so good, and you were like oh I hear it now like I get it because I'm very much so like in that in that camp where like uh, it's one of those things where like if you see the words you can hear them, uh-huh. and as soon as you pull up the word I'm like oh I get what he's saying yeah this shit slaps like yeah I get what he's saying and I was just like dude if they had a I I, I get it. If they had a tell, I get how 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 cringe that sounds. But if they had a teleprompter up there, right at like the like they have at the the foreign uh, uh, classical you know plays or whatever, they have those shit so you can understand the subtitles or whatever the fuck they're saying. If they had one of those for metal music, I'm there, dude. I'm I'm every single time. I'm like singing with you. I'm screaming with you because I know what you're saying now. And I, and it, it is you know obviously cliche for me to be like, oh I can't understand what they're saying but like I physically cannot hear the words because my ears are not designed for it so but you brought them but up I, and I was but like, I've always yeah, I've always given that argument too that like you don't know the whole lyrics to the song to any song the first time you listen to it you know and I I've listened to the you songs for you which I played by the way they played one or two like or they played the one you'd song but I played your uh, fucking um Cotton emo Joe song too that you were oh, singing dude they did that was hype as hell dude uh, oh I figured it out the first time you said that you had started like you're like oh yeah I like women was the Britney Spears toxic music video that's right yeah look at dude, my that was... look at my memory bro gosh you're so good yeah we were listening to Britney Spears toxic and I was like yeah, hey, no, 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 no 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 we were not they were playing we were, they were playing we were, it at the show in we were holding sets. hands we were listening to the Britney Spears toxic I was like you ever seen the video to this dude that's when I was like yeah I think I like women because she was she was very beautiful in it very respectable uh, no, love the outfit not oh that was the is that the flight attendant. Uh, she was in the flight attendant as well as like she was uh, she was dapped up with some stars as well and like uh, left very little to the imagination. Mm. Uh, but mm-hmm. man, you're like, you're like I like crazy women. Yeah, to be a to be a budding teenager again, right? A a, a budding. I don't even know how just, old I was when that just song came like, out. Just like I mean, what 2003? So you're like 10, dude. I'm the 13. I was born 12. in 90. 12. You're 12, depending on when it came out. 12. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fair. Because you're twelve for the majority of two thousand and three. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair to say. Because your birthday's in October, so yeah, those ten months go by, and the ten or ten, you know. So right. So anyways, but that's what it was, and so um, I don't know the whole point of that was, was other than like I had a, it was a good time. It was a real good time. It was it, you know what the best part was 
being home at like 1130 instead of like 330 Man, in the morning. That was nice. Like being like local. I got home 15 minutes. I, I was know. home. I was home in bed relaxing. It's great. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I thir- that was my favorite part it was like I got to go to this rad show with my bro and I was home because like I I've hit the point now in, as far as like age and like safety and just like general well-being where like it's not wise to drive for long periods of time at night by myself now phil and i went to a concert in december but phil was with me when we drove all the way back so like i wasn't alone so like you can stay awake but like there's something about like like a three-hour drive after you've just like exhausted you know four hours of like energy inside of like this violent music and just like really like immerse yourselves into it and then like you got to drive home and that crash hits. Yeah. As soon as you get yeah. Car, and it's like, quiet. Oh, and like, yeah. there's no matter what podcast you listen to, no matter like what music you're listening to, like it just doesn't do it. And like, we'll you keep don't... you up. You can listen to this podcast. We'll keep you and, up. <laughs> shit. And you don't want to like drink a Red Bull or drink a coffee. Cause then it's like, then you can't go to sleep. And it's just like, it's a whole thing. So like a lot of times, like when Christine and I went to a show in Atlanta, like we just, we stayed, like we just made a whole like trip out of it. Right. So, yeah. Um, we, one of our first, well, we were, we had planned on going to Chick Fil A, but it was just like, oh, this is closed. But so we went and paid like seventeen dollars for a fucking cheeseburger. It was good. God, dude, it was fine. It was <laughs> not sixteen dollars worth of cheeseburger. That's for sure. You got like uh, cheese all over your yeah, onion. Dude. Like I was thinking, you know, onions cool. They're gonna put like maybe maybe like I would have taken just an onion ring, just like a <laughs> just, just like one. a whole ass like uh, not even a breaded like just a whole onion ring. Uh, but no, they just they slopped as much onion as <laughs> they could fit on that thing. Um, they they chopped it, they diced the whole onion up for just for me. The pimento cheese was really good, a little bit too sweet for my taste, but it's fine. It's good. Uh, and you know, Again, you can't complain. The fried. I know that we've fresh. talked about this. I feel like a a good price for like a gourmet like burger is like twelve dollars. Twelve twelve to I'm sorry. fourteen. I'll pay fifteen if it's like if it's a good burger. Two right. toppings on a burger, because like, know, man. your argument about Five Guys is that what that it's not worth the price that I can make it at home for half, if sure. not a quarter of the price. I, and and it, I don't because, disagree with you, but yeah, I do think that it is good. It hey, that's but the, it, it is might not be great. ten dollars, eleven dollars good. Me and Shelby alone, just by ourselves, got like. Bucks. Two meals. It was like, yeah, like around around thirty to forty dollars. And, and I was like, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I was, I was like, I. They told me the total, and I was almost like, I'm actually gonna leave. I don't want to. I actually, but we already we already rung up the food. He already started making it, and I was like, I guess Got I have pads. to pay this now. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's just like, you I, don't you don't have to pay for it. Ugh, you know, <laughs> but then they have to scrap the resources. I guess technically speaking, they would probably just eat it because it's like, hey, somebody didn't want this, so I'm gonna yeah. eat it myself. So, but yeah, but it was just a hell of rad time. One of our favorite places to eat is Taco Bell. You know, it's Dude. still still you still get a good like bevy of food for price. You know, we always talk about foods here, but I don't know if you saw it. We're like two weeks late at this point because the news cycle changes a lot Come um, here for all your taco bell news so you get so it out the fastest. there was a fucking like apple conference but I, was... I, I didn't know that this took place like i didn't know that this is like a thing that they because like honestly they have it here in town i'm going like I, uh, we're going like we got it was you. dude i'll be honest with you i saw highlights and i'm like this is not real like they're like I, this, it, it this is like, like an it was like a, 
it felt like if it was like uh they were trying to pay, poke fun at like steve at jobs and yeah. like yeah like having like the conference but i was like hell they have this here and like i'd hell i'd say they have it down in nashville i think we'd make a road trip go to it because like that's a once in a lifetime experience but so i was uh looking at the menu right are you ready yeah tell me pass or pass or no Smash or pass. pass. Got it. Smash, yeah, smash or pass. pass. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, cheesy chicken crispinata. Smash. <laughs> smash. Absolutely smash. I don't know. I can actually, uh, they actually have that out at the at currently. Currently. And I've had it. Currently. It? And I've had it. Shelby's not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I am a fan because it's got like a really nice, It's that, so it's like the caramel apple empanada. You remember that? Mm -hmm. It's that shell, but without the cinnamon sugar on it. Sure. Just, just stuff chicken whole, and yeah, stuff full of the shred. Now the thing is, is it's the shredded chicken, right? Which is a new, like not new thing. It's a it's a being brought back. If you remember mm -hmm. back in twenty twenty, when everybody everybody was struggling, all these corporations, these poor these poor broke corporations needed <laughs> needed to cut costs anywhere they could because they were hurting, dude. They were hurting. Mm -hmm. uh, but Taco Bell had to take sadly they had to take potatoes off the menu and they had to take shredded chicken off the menu. Mm -hmm. So you only know and pizza get the and chicken. Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza had to, for some reason they didn't have the resources of flour tortillas, cheese, meat, uh, and salsa available anymore. So they had to take the Mexican pizza off of the thing. All that to say is that shredded chicken's not back on the menu, dude. It's great, and it, and it, I think it has a really good flavor. Okay. Um, it can. I say if, if my only pointers is I think that I would use the Diablo uh, sauce. Diablo sauce, yes, but the quesadilla. I wish that they would put the quesadilla sauce on it because that's that sauce. Oh, like the chipotle so sauce. Yeah, dude, that's so, that, gotcha. that shit slaps. Uh, crispy chicken nuggets. I'm going to pass. Would you try them? I would definitely try them, but I'm not going to say smash because other fast food restaurants outside of like a chicken nugget place, like a Chick-fil-A or a McDonald's. Well, they had Burger wings King. and they were not good. Yeah, even Burger King though, even their chicken nuggets kind of like they fucking suck. I mean, they, I mean, you worked there, you'd know they they fucking suck, guys. <laughs> let's not. Um, cheesy street chalupa, smash, smash. Sounds good. Yeah, smash. yeah, it Sounds looks good. good. It's uh, I guess it's got chicken in between it. It's just like a regular chalupa, but it looks like it has some sort of chicken. I wish it had the actual uh ingredients in here. Um, Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Um, pass. trying it. I'm trying it, but I'm probably gonna pass because, like, it just I want it to be good. You want your gelato <laughs> to taste like cleaning liquid? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I dude, I don't know. Liquid. I know I've told this before, but like, I used to like when I drank soft drinks because I don't drink soft drinks, but like back in the day when I was in college and I would drink soft drinks, I would, dude, I, would, I loved Baja Blast, loved it, right? I think it's good. And then yeah. I stopped drinking soft drinks for a while. And then, like, I was like, you know what? Let me hit, let me hit that taco. Let me get that Baja Blast. It was right around the time that they started selling it in cans that you could buy in stores, and it did was not the same. It did not taste the same. The cans did not taste the same as like the fucking fountain. So I was like, okay, okay, like I've got to get it. You know, I used to, I used to love this shit. Okay, whatever. And then like I went to a Taco Bell and I got it, and I was like, is this like Clorox? Like this is terrible. Yeah, actually, they actually, actually, it's one of those accidents where they accidentally mix up the cleaning supplies with the sodas. And like, you actually did get a bunch of, like, but a bunch of cleaning material. In saying all that, like, my taste buds literally, like, from not drinking soft drinks for like two years, my taste buds like evolved to where, like, I cannot, I can't drink anything now. Like, even it's when so I'm sweet, like, right? 
Oh my god! Oh my like god! It. Like when yeah. I when I'm like sick and I have to drink like a fucking like Sprite. Ugh, ugh. Man. Yeah, you know. Um, so I can't imagine how terrible that is. Um, I mean, yeah, it's probably cheesy not great. enchilada dipping taco. Fucks. I'm gonna smash. say smash. Yeah, smash. smash for sure. Absolutely. Have yeah, you had uh, the cheesy flatbread by the way? The chicken, the cheesy chicken flatbread. No. It slaps because the tortilla alone, but okay. like, uh, but it's like it's got like a pillowy kind of tortilla. It's it's a play on like it's a play on flatbread, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got it has the quesadilla sauce on it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But it's like it's pretty good. Chunky chicken though, but it's good. Um, churro chillers. What is now? What is this? Okay, so <laughs> have you heard about this? Have you seen? Have this? you heard of it? Have you seen this? I don't know if you, you can't see. Oh, oh shit! Put it in front of you. Put it in front of your face so that way. Okay, all right. So it's like a, almost so like it, a Sunday. It looks like so a it's Sunday like a Sunday, but like they they put churros stuff on top of it. I'd, like I'd say smash. I would I'd try do. it, right? Like yeah. it looks like there's like a vanilla, um, like a like a strawberry. It like a caramel. Again, they didn't do a very good job of like telling me what's on here. Um, dulce du leche cinnabon delights. Smash, 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 smash. smash. It sounds it sounds so fucking good. <laughs> I really love good. dulce but... du leche stuff. There's a caveat. It's got to be fresh, right? Because how many times have you, have you had the Cinnabon ones oh, yeah. where it's like not fresh and it's like somebody hot came take. in these? Yeah. Hot take. I don't really like the Cinnabon delights because there's too much goo in Come. it. There's still there's there's too much, too much, much goo. I wanted to say it. There's, there's too, too much, much goo. goo. It really is. There really is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. A, especially yeah. like especially they've been sitting there for a while and the bread. Egg especially. Deflate. Yeah. They, they, is that <laughs> how you say it? <laughs> especially if they Egg not. Especially. Um, the cheese at Crunchwrap, fucking smash! Hell yeah, dude! I'm I, I actually think that I'm most excited for this item, yeah. just because like I <laughs> the love cheese its Yeah, they just the did we ever figure out where this cheese it came from? Because I know there was a yeah. fast food restaurant. There was a pizza Pizza Hut did the stuffed cheese it, uh, way back in way back way way back no, way. This was during uh, like I feel like during. During the pandemic times, someone I do, did. I do feel like somebody stuffed the cheese into something. And I feel like it, it was Taco does, Bell. And it might be a Mandela effect. We might have stumbled onto a Mandela effect. Dude, there's effect. no fucking way. No, because when they said, when I saw that this cheese at Crunchwrap was I'm like, oh, they're doing that again. Yeah, and it does feel like they've done it before. But I can't confirm or deny it because I don't remember it. Like, I feel like I tried it. Was it so- maybe Sonic? I know that I have done the ch- the stuffed cheese it from Pizza Inn because I got that at Shelby's grandmother's house because they were like, "What is this abomination you've ordered?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, it's the cheese, the stuffed cheese." See, it. It was actually very good. You see, um, Baja Blast Pie. Pass. I mean, I I love the fact that they're leaning into the novelty of owning the license for Baja Blast. I don't specifically, like specifically and only I, like, and only I don't like Baja Blast. Yeah, but it's too much, man. It's it's too much. Uh, Baja Blast Cinnamon Twist. <laughs> it's just like I get it, the novelty of it, but I I I definitely try it. Hey, we'll sit down, have a whole ass YouTube series on on trying different items from Taco Bell's new menu. But they're uh, too much. They're bringing some new sauces. I saw that they're bringing is not not volcano, but they're bringing back some like uh like a salsa verde. I think like yeah, a think... salsa verde packet or something. something and like that. their packets are going to be updated for Gen Z and Gen Alpha and Gen. Meaning X. what? Meaning like they're going to be more sleek. They're going to be cooler. They're gonna Does be it matter? Hip and fresh. They're going to say have, they're going to have Riz on them. They're uh, going to have Riz. 
they're going to have Riz. They're going to they're gonna take you home, lay you down in the bed. They're going to talk sweet to you. Like, it's going to be, you know, going to be fucking dope. So <laughs> they're just, it's like the M&Ms. They're just updating them for like the new generations. So. Okay. I mean, I guess, you know, because I mean, think, you think about like the old packets, right? I remember seeing those old packets when I was playing baseball in high school. So like, I know that they're a solid 12 to 13 years old. So they do feel pretty outdated at this point. Oh, there was another one too, like the the Choco Taco, right? <laughs> they're bringing back like the Choco Taco of some point. Yeah, I think so. I think something so, yeah. along those lines. Like they're I getting saw, into dessert now. Yeah, I did see something chocolate covered, uh, hard shell. So, <laughs> and it wasn't my dick, but uh, uh, I don't know, like, man. That'd be kind of interesting. Would it <laughs> for who? I don't know, man. For I'm, you, my, my, my yeah, I'm over there like nibbling on my own. <laughs> Oh, uh, there's a, so it's a, it's a, is it tagine? Tagine, yeah. A spicy tagine. tangy seasoning. Uh, okay. It's a mix of chili peppers, lime, and sea salt. Yeah, um, have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of tagine? Secret aardvark. I think people call it tagine, but hey, Okay, okay. Secret aardvark. It's a Portland-based brand of hot sauce. There you go. So that was the okay. other one. Um, and then Salt and Straw, which is their ice cream company that they're partnering with. It's, uh, yeah, similar to Klondike's recently defunct Choco Taco. Yeah. Okay. okay so now I just, I, I do like that Taco Bell is, is, is adapting and, 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 and kind of like modernizing themselves a little bit. Listen, and, we're and, big Taco Bell advocates here. So, you know, dude, and they can't, honestly, they could, they could shit in a box and I'd be like, as long as you, you made it. With the chipotle sauce on it, I mean, I'll probably try it. It sounds pretty good. Uh, but it just, it just, it seems pretty cool that they're like modernizing their shit. And it's, right. it's nice. It's nice to see. You know. Um, speaking of modernizing, the MCU is finally joining adults, and they're finally releasing their first R-rated movie with uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, is it too late? I want to say, yeah. I think it's like. Yeah, I, I mean, this movie comes out. Is it enough to get you back into the MCU? No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, like, like it's just it feels like this movie comes out maybe a year, year and a half after Deadpool. Like, uh, maybe well, not. They, well, they, well, they like, couldn't do that because they didn't. Disney didn't own it. Within a normal sequel range of like Deadpool two, I think that like yeah, you probably got some attention for it. But uh, hot take. I don't think Deadpool two is very good. I thought it improved a little bit, but it was I, like I thought it was a downgrade in every way. I think the Deadpool one was unique in a sense that it's like hell yeah, it's the first the first Deadpool movie Marvel. is very good, very good, and it's like Ryan Reynolds, phenomenal. God, you let Ryan he's, Reynolds he's, be Ryan Reynolds. He's so good. He's like he's like he's legitimately like Tony Stark in in uh fucking Robert Downey Jr. in the first Iron Man movie, where it's like you let them be themselves and take over this character and it like worked out. So, but I mean, then again, Deadpool was kind of already like a Ryan Reynolds type where it's like just, but the problem with Deadpool, right. Is, is sort of Marvel's version of kind of like what DC has done with Harley Quinn, where it's just like too much. I don't like Harley's in everything. Deadpool was in everything. Like, you know, uh, I'm finally finishing up Midnight Suns, and I I get it, but like the tone of the of the whole game is one thing, and then you've got Deadpool, and it's just like, God damn, he's annoying, dude. Like he's so and fucking it, annoying. I do think that you can take the novelty of like breaking the fourth wall, and uh, and and all the like the dick jokes and stuff, like 
I think you can take it too far and it can be too God, much. And so, so it's much. like, and I will, I, I'm honestly probably going to see it. I mean, Hugh Jackman's I'm, in it as the Wolverine. Like you got, you got finally getting the, the suit too. Finally yeah. getting the fucking suit that we've been wanting for 20 years. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my end more so than like, oh, it's, it's, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool in the MCU. It's like, oh, it's, it's Hugh Jackman. It's like, it's Wolverine. You yeah. Know? I love I, honestly. You have a Deadpool movie with with Ryan Reynolds in it, and it's not Hugh Jackman; it's Wolverine. Like, I don't. Th I think people boycott the movie because, like, <laughs> that's that's absurd. I do like, think why that, would you do that? You know, they're dealing with like time stuff. I didn't watch Loki season. I've not watched again. I've not watched anything MCU since uh, Doctor Strange. It, that's right. It did. It is very yeah. Because I think it takes place uh, like after possibly what Loki does. And spoiler, did you watch season save. two? Yeah, it's very good. I actually thought that. Really well done. Like probably I mean, that's the things, things like Tom Hiddleston they released. Great as Loki, but such a good job. And it, like it, it had enough mystery in it. You didn't know what the hell was going on. You didn't know. Like I, I still to this day don't understand what the hell happened at the ending. I don't know. I don't understand it. But hey, he fixed it. He fixed the timeline. I think. Uh, very cool story. Um, and I think that it's. <laughs> I think that it, it did a good job at writing out, <laughs> Kang as the as the bad guy. Because uh, you kind of put all your eggs in one basket and it ends up, I don't know if they're still going on the trial or whatever with uh, the actor for Kang. I forget his name. Uh, but yeah, he kind of shits bed. And so like now you're scrambling to fix the MCU's next big bad guy. And I think they did a good job of writing out Kang as the big bad guy. So, hey, you know, props to them. But uh, yeah, I think that it takes place after what he did and, and now the TVA is kind of back. I have action. a feeling though that a lot like the most recent Spider-Man, the third one, No Way Home. Is that what it is? Um, I, I've i gone on record. I think it's a fine movie, but I think it relies too much on uh, nostalgia and like, oh, ha, 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 like we're leaning into this part of it and that like it's sort of a hollow movie at the end of the day. And I mm. feel like they're going to do the same thing with Deadpool. And it's like, oh, okay. So like you're doing all these like cameos. Like those are neat and they're fun and like, okay, cool. But, like, is that the whole point? Or, like, do you actually have a fucking point? Like, yeah. is your point just, like, fan service? Because, like, we've talked about where fan service is great until it becomes the whole identity of a thing. And then that's just, like, <laughs> you're left with nothing. Like the World of Warcraft movie. It was nothing but fan service. And it had no substance. And it was, like, you're left at the end of it, like, fun, I guess, but like, the, why the hell did it's I fine, see this? I why did I watch this movie? Like, like I don't, like, but, it then, cool but, it's, that stuff, but. but it, dude, it's such a hard thing to like balance because you have, you're serving two masters when you adapt anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you want to, you know, borderlands, right? Borderlands is getting a movie. Okay. And by the time this comes out, the, the trailer is out. And that movie's been in development for like fucking 12 15 years i don't know like a long time it was like forever yeah. like i feel like it was announced alongside the bioshock movie that by gore verbinski which is like never never seen the light of day um and it's like okay, it's got a decent cast it's got jack black it's got Ke uh, kevin hart it's got kate blanchett it's like okay decent but it's cool. just hard because like those actors are, are like, i think like, I'm, i, I can't see kevin hart as not kevin hart you know what i mean like i don't know who he i forget well, yeah he's but the, like he's, he but he sort of like fits the tone of the fucking game no he does and that's yes and jack black like, is claptrap right oh if he is yeah oh, it's so hard and like even watching mario it was like 
you hear so much of Jack Black's voice in Bowser, in yeah. Bowser and it's like I can't see him as not being Jack Black, and it's like he fits the character, sure, but I still can't picture Bowser anymore. Like it's just it's just Jack Black. But then like let's just use that as an example. Like again, you're serving two masters here. You want yeah. The people who are going to go see it because they love Borderlands. And again, I have no like I don't hate Borderlands. I enjoyed the first one a lot when I played it. Um, But like I got my life's fill of that entire universe when I played the first one. I had no need to play another one. Let alone three more. I died. You finished it and you were like, this is enough for me. I actually don't need any more of this. And that was when that came out, though. That's about the time where my my taste in what I found funny sort of flipped. And again, like I, like some people love Deadpool. Like I don't find that stuff funny anymore. Like that cringy, like, like jerky humor, like ha ha ha. Like, you know, again, farts are still funny, but it's like in context, but yeah. like, you know, but if my, you're farting every five seconds as your punchline, it's like, okay, well, right. Like, you know, that just it, smells bad in the room. And, and like, it's why, yeah. one of the reasons why I've never like really had any interest in watching Rick and Morty because it just feels like this sort of like dumb childish humor. Right. And, <laughs> sure. we, and it, you're going to, you're going to piss off all the Rick and Morty fans and be like, no, the show's deeper than just the joke. Yeah, you see, like he's yeah. the smartest man in the universe and he can't compete. Like, you know, everybody, he's too smart. You know? like, but like, so with Borderlands, are you going to base it on the movie? Are you going to just like implement new characters and be like oh hey look here's a claptrap or are you gonna like oh we're gonna follow this because it's like everybody wants a gears of war movie and i'm like the gears of war movie only works as if you don't use marcus phoenix like it doesn't work that way because you're never going to satisfy the people who actually give a shit about the thing uncharted movie i have no idea if it's good it looked like complete dog shit so i have no idea if it's any good but it's the same price it's the same thing (laughs) So like thinking about Claptrap real quick, just like to just branch out. I, I don't like Claptrap is an animated robot character. I don't know why you don't dip into the original Claptrap voice actor and have him voice like the, the movie Claptrap. Yeah. I get like the star power behind Jack, Jack Black, Black, but it's like it's the yes, same but, reason why they put Chris Pratt as every fucking animated character. It's so fucking it's <laughs> hey. Mario, he did fine. The same reason but Pedro Pascal is every fucking character in every Dude, movie. Don't you dare. Okay, I like Pedro. I like you. I don't like dare put Pedro Pascal and Jake uh, and Jake Pratt with Chris Pratt <laughs> in the same fucking playing fuck field. Okay, Jake Pedro Pratt? Pascal could fucking be anybody. He could be Darth Vader as well as Anakin Skywalker as well as like fucking Han Solo. He could play I'm all. Like of he's Mister Fantastic now. God, like, you talk. So you good. talk about a movie that I could not care less about, and that's the Fantastic Four movie. Why? Why do we need another? We don't. Need, like I get this the first is the one, proper one. This is the first, first one. one. The first <laughs> one was fine. Okay, first one was fine with uh with the with, with Captain the, America and, and Jessica and Alba. Jessica Alba, another chick that I, I fell in love with as a child. Oh, we all did. Uh, oh, that man, sounds weird. Beautiful, beautiful lady. Uh, I hope she knows that a child fell in love with her. I'm sure she'll love that. Uh, there's but, two. There's two movies of hers that really I was just like, oh, this she bad. Sin City. Uh, I never saw that. I was too young. Baby, <laughs> I know it's it black. I know it's black, white, and red, or whatever. It's yeah, because like, it's based it, off it was, the yeah. fucking graphic novel, uh, yeah. Frank Miller. But the other one was Good Luck Chuck, I think, and it had that Dan Cook in it. I, but I like, she was a baby. A, I couldn't see it. You know, she was adorable in that movie. Yeah, and like, uh, she was a marine biologist, and it's just God, like they that we need to do another episode. Sorry, I don't mean to kid interrupt. Even you're, you're reminding me of my childhood. It's like we need to do a whole episode about like movies 
that were set in like the nineties that like would never be made today. Like, cause good luck Chuck is one of those where it's like, Oh, well, that was in the dude 2000s, trying to, but okay. He's trying to, Oh, okay. Well, what, you know what I mean? Like in that genre, <laughs> that era or whatever. And it's like this, like, Oh, he's a good, he's a, just trying to bang chicks and uh, you have a good time. Like, uh, what is the other one with Jack? Actually, Jack Black was in one, uh, where a uh, shallow how, yeah, dude. Uh, just like a whole era 2007 of, is when good luck Chuck came out, dude. It feels like the nineties. <laughs> it feels like the 90s but this whole era of movies where it's just like it's just they're just hun- hunky dory uh teenage boys just trying to have sex with women and like women love it they love they're they're nothing but just uh women they're just people uh that that are meant to have sex with boys you know and it's just like man we had a wild time in like the 2000s the movies were weird for sure but but do they man. do do you think they make movies like that anymore no, because it's not it. No, it's not good. Like it's like, if, like and we have obviously the power of hindsight where it's like you look back at those movies, you're like that was kind of gross. Like those those whole era of movies like Euro Listen, Trip you, or whatever it was. Like, it's, I, dude, I'd love Euro Trip, bro. Hey, that's fine. Love Euro Trip. Are you talking about Euro Trip or, or Road Trip? Whichever one was the booby one. I don't know. That's both <laughs> of them. Okay. Road, road Trip was the one with uh, Tom Green and he feeds the snake and. All that, and there's also like American Pie. Euro Trip was the one where they literally go to Europe, and that's the one where Matt Damon is a lead singer of a punk band. Scotty okay, doesn't yeah. know the Fiona okay. and me do it in my van every Sunday. I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't seen either one of those. I just know that they're like about banging chicks, and it's like there's a lot of those movies. Uh, American the Euro Pie was Trip one. is fucking dope, dude, and I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's great. I'm not you know, watching just saying, it so like, long. It's probably not good anymore. I know it's like, it does, it's I like I used to watch it we all the, the time. Me and Nate would watch it all the time. I'm sure you did, dude. I'm no, sure it, there's, not as, there's not as that's uh, the one with the foreign exchange student, right? Where she's like just walks around naked. Like that was like no, that's American Pie. Fucking is it really? God damn, these movies all are all the same. They're all that's the, the one same. where Stifler bangs the uh, bangs the mom. Yeah, that's right. He bang, uh, who, whose mom does he bang? She was good looking though. I mean, kudos to him, I guess. But that was also <laughs> where like prostate milking became like pretty big because uh, who was it that was like really no, into prostate? No. No, yeah. that that's meet the Fockers. What are you talking? No, it was like because it was like very, it was like Stifler, and he was like, "You better go oh, yeah, yeah, three yeah. fingers that's at the right, very end of the right, movie." Right, and she and she was like, "I was okay, thinking of like, so, nipples." I was thinking of Robert De Niro with like, "I've got nipples. Can you milk me?" Yeah, that's right. That was meet the Fockers. Yeah, that's again another meet the good, parents. Uh, meet the parents. Meet the Fockers was the Fockers was a sequel. God damn, dude. There's we already did the episode. We don't even have to have one. But it's like all these weird. Movies from that that two thousands era, yeah. where it's like today would not be made because again, well, we like learn from our mistakes. You would go in right to a Best Buy and you'd be like, "Let me see what like weird movies have come out." Because at this point, you know, blockbusters are they're sort of shut down. This is the beginning of the end of the beginning of the end for blockbusters. So you like, okay, let me go to let me go to Best Buy and like now you can't even go to a Best Buy and look to see what movies they are because they're all gone. Yeah, you can't even go to a a movie store anymore and go into the 18 and older section and kind of like, you know, walk past it, but also look really quickly to see if you can see any boobies on the covers. I went to I went to one of those when I was uh, I went to uh, my orientation. Dude, have I ever told you story about my freshman orientation at college? You have not. Okay, so I went to Tennessee Tech and then like we stayed at a cabin on the lake. Um, and it was like a 35, 40 minute drive. And I just had to be there all day on like a Saturday or some shit. Mm-hmm. I like there was, this is before I knew anything about like Cookville or anything like around that area. And I, there was a mom and pop like store and 
they had this was like the 360 so i had my 360 at that point and like they had a couple of games like here and like i remember i rented a uh, rockstar table tennis okay and, and uh the, but they had a section it was the first time that i had seen because every like video store that i'd ever been into like they didn't have that but this was like one of those like there was the curtain and then like i remember Damn. seeing the pirates of the caribbean like porn parody but like the production value like it was like it looked like an actual movie i had like riley oh Reed, yeah they still make those don't worry they still oh i know those. but like that was the first time i was like oh like i can go in here for the first time and like you can't say anything because i'm 18 years old now yeah, so was, um i didn't rent it but but i just like i remember that i was, I was perusing i was checking them but, out, like you know? um the whole point of that was that i went out on a jet ski on the lake and forgot to wear sunscreen Oh no, I mean, dude, that's bad. And we were out there for like six hours. Oh yeah, you can't move the next day, dude. You you had third degree. I burns. fucking blacked out from sun yeah. poisoning. Yeah, dude. And I had like not good. I had like welts and like all, dude. I was miserable. That was like the yeah, last yeah. time I really got sunburnt because that was I was just like I don't ever want to do that again. I was like sick for a week, dude. Yeah, sun man, I, poisoning. Uh, the last time I got super sunburned was when I was in my uh, junior year in college, right? Is that a thing? Anyways, yeah. the third year in college. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Well, I don't know if it's your junior year because like, it took you like eight years to finish. Yeah, I don't know what they call it after six years. Uh, but I was working for the school on their farm, right? Uh, and I was like, we were building a shed or something like that, like a greenhouse or whatever. And so I worked MTSU? outside. And yeah, at MTSU, and I worked outside without my shirt on because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a big badass and get a nice suntan on my back. No, I don't fucking tan, dude. Uh, but I got oh. a really bad sunburn, and like the worst part is when it starts to heal, and you just itch fucking constantly. Yeah, like it's just because it, your skin's peeling. Your skin's literally like <laughs> you it's fucking burnt. suck. Yeah, your yeah. the whole layer is burnt, and it's just like goddamn, it's just the worst itch in my life. I had to work the next day too, and it's like I'm just like, like I got scabies or something, dude. This is bad. <laughs> So, um, do you think, remember like, um, NFTs and NFT bros, they're gone, right? <laughs> this, or are know, they? They're, they're actually not gone. It's so sad because there are they're still AI people, bros now. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, they're still trying to make the NFTs. They paid a hundred. They just go from one grift to another. Absolutely. It's nothing but like crypto. Like anytime somebody tries to offer you a crypto ski, like the cryptocurrency, they're like, hey, Doge. this new coin has that Doge coin, bro. Doge coin, yeah. Ian, I'm sorry if you have Doge coin right now. How how is that playing out for you, buddy? Uh, it's not great. I know that it's like 15 cents for like one Doge coin. Hey, I don't want to waste my 15 cents, but it's it's always 100. Somebody tries to sell you a crypto coin, scam. You can go ahead. It's like picking up the phone to a telemarketer. It's a scam. You know, just hang up. They'll just tune them out. Sorry, say, bud. Hey, that's cool. And they'd walk away because it's a scam. But I feel so. like the, the there was like that during the pandemic, there was a real big push for like a year. Maybe, oh, yeah. No. Maybe <clears throat> NFT bros. And then like they disappeared once they realized once ever once they realized what everyone else knew, which was that NFTs were useless and it's a pump and dump scheme it's like they're the only people that are buying like nfts are yeah like they're <laughs> pump and dump scheme dude it's uh it you you have somebody come in by by a drunken ape and he's like i'm gonna sell this for a hundred dollars and then somebody buys it for two hundred thousand dollars my like, favorite interaction one time was someone 
took a screenshot yes and, and made the profile picture of the ape and they're like i own this now and they're like no you don't like i own it and it's like and he was su- the guy was super serious he was like that's mine no you can't do that take it down immediately i'm gonna yeah. sue you and it's like there's no there, so it's funny it's like there's no legislation whatsoever on right. nfts so like there's no laws to say that you can't just do that so and it feels like all those people sort of like licked their wounds and they've decided to come out of the shadows again and like there's been such a fucking push for ai that like it it's went from like okay these things are terrible like ai okay okay whatever like you can do the the, like the ai prompts and like okay whatever like these it's like a novelty thing until like now you've got people who actually want to like make a living doing ai art when it's like by the way that's not art you're literally like your ai art does not exist without pre-existing art so like it is not art because it's literally plagiarism it cannot create create anything anything on its own unique yeah so like and now it's like no this is art bro like if i want to start a a kickstarter and it's like no like you're you're a fucking piece of shit you're a grifter dude like it's (laughs) i understand like ai art can be um it can be beneficial if like you are uh, like a like you're trying to write a story and you're like um visually like you can't communicate on the piece of paper that like what you want out of this and you like you type it into a prompt and you're like this is what i want but then you hand it to the artist and then you let the artist do that interpretation of something but like like i'm okay with that like storyboarding it using that but like i don't i uh, maybe i'm a purist maybe i'm just an old school maybe it's like because of like doing the 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 comic book that I've done and the process that I've done it and knowing how hard it is to find like good art and stuff where just for someone to just like waltz along and be like, ha ha ha, I did this in five minutes. It's like, you didn't do shit. You didn't do fucking shit. You know what I you mean? You didn't do fucking shit. You didn't do fucking shit. But like top in something, motherfucker. Like there's no work whatsoever. Well, I got to know how to. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't. You don't have to do nothing, bro. But it just feels like, Every day there's a new story about AI bros. And I'm like, I hate these people. Like, I fucking hate these people. Go away. Go back to your fucking. Go back. Like, you're like Gollum. Go back into your fucking cave and like your precious NFT and your precious AI. Go away. Like, leave me alone. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know, man. I And I don't think that like, cause you see in the news today, it's nothing but like doom and gloom articles about how like AI is trying to like destroy the world. And it's like, you know, and it's it's very reminiscent of every movie you've ever seen about AI where they're like, oh, uh, you know, they they become sentient. They realize the humans are the problem, et cetera. But it's like, Dinette, bitch. So the, this new recent article that came out was talking about how uh, AI uh, they they ran like several different AI programs like ChatGPT, et cetera, in it through a what like a, a war simulation, yeah. basically like how they would handle war simulations. And like almost I think every one of them was like escalated to nuclear activity immediately. Um, and I just like I've gotten to the point in my understanding about AI is that like they don't have any unique thoughts. There's not actually any thinking going on. It's more so like a conglomerate of all the all the knowledge that they have on a specific subject and they kind of regurgitate it in a in a specific pattern each time that you ask them the question or whatever and they do have like some kind of like remembrance of conversations and stuff like that and they build off of it but from what i understand it's like there's nothing unique about them and so like i start to wonder at what point are all these like worrying signs about ai nuking the planet is it just 
them regurgitating the media that we've put we've we put into the atmosphere right put into the the zeitgeist right because like how many movies we have like we have like robot uh i robot or whatever it was uh you know all these other movies where uh you know ai is bad and like they they kill humanity well, terminator's so it's like, one terminator's the terminator one. <laughs> that's another one it's like then we've got hell divers too which we'll get to but like the automatons it's like hey at what point are they just referencing the media that we have on that we have created on the subject where it's just they that we essentially created it's our only own bad one is used against them yeah and it's like it's one of those things where i don't really get concerned about it because again they're not having actual thought like what you need to be concerned about is if like high-ranking officials are using this untrained uh and untested ai to do things like like war simulations or i like think honestly deep fakes are probably more more terrifying and more detrimental they are getting so good. Yeah, like that. Like, that's actually more concerning than like AI. And then I, like I, the and like again, it goes back to what I always fucking say. It's like all like it's neat that we can do these things, but like I don't know, maybe like cure, find a cure for like childhood cancer or something. Like take all that effort into something and make it like matter rather than like trying to like plan our own demise. Yeah, and it. Again, we already have just, enough of that literally every waking day. We don't need any help. You know what we need uh, AI to do? And it's just to give me more of the videos of Biden and Trump and Obama and Hillary Clinton all playing Minecraft and arguing about who stole diamonds, who's using hacks, because like that was a super popular uh, TikTok channel. They would have like AI generated videos where it's like, Oh, it's Biden who's yelling at Trump because he stole all his diamonds yeah. from his box or whatever. That was, a, that was a, it was like a big thing like two years God ago. Wasn't damn, it? so funny. I love it. Bring it back. Uh, but now AI has only been used to generate art of uh, Ash Ketchum or Professor Oak getting sucked off by a magic carp. It's a whole thing, and it's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's it keeps popping up on my for you page. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> like sure it or it anything. I don't. I don't like it. You don't. Don't keep, quit showing me that. But it's just like it doesn't show him actually. Obviously, it doesn't show him like getting you know sucked off my magic card. But it's implied because it's always like they're looking at something risque, and then it cuts to a panel of like you know him at a computer screen, and then the magic card's dead on the floor. So it's like you know, it's like, you know, I explain the joke. You know, and it makes yeah, I got it you. I understand. Um, you know, sometimes. Actually, most of the time, like TikTok is a powerful thing. Um, and very rarely, I don't have TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. I watch the things that like get sent to me, but like, you know, I, I have like reels on Instagram that are basically just like regurgitated TikToks. Like, I'll send something to Christina. She's like, I saw that on TikTok two weeks ago. I was like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I try not to be that kind of person. So. <laughs> I, you say, oh, I saw that. It's funny. Shelby, huh? Shelby, Shelby's constant. Like, have you seen this? And I was like, oh, yeah, I actually saw that like two weeks ago. <laughs> and she's like, why didn't you say anything? I was like, no, nah. yeah. I can't. I can't send you everything, Shelby. I, if I did, you would be upset because I send you too much shit. Because so. she would realize how much you're on TikTok. Anyway. Yeah, that too. Very rarely does something a trend on tiktok actually affect me and it happened to me and i was very upset by this right so give us, give us your story man let so me let me set the little. table okay there's this little game uh, about 10 years ago called hell divers that i really mm -hmm. liked mm -hmm. top down um shooter right uh, yeah it was an extraction shooter. shooter yeah yes yeah, four player and then you know you're fighting this forever war that like you know resets every you know however many days and like 
it was great. It was a top-down shooter. You know, it was kind of a niche thing. Not a lot of people played it. Uh, and then I picked it up recently, I don't know, like a year, a year or so ago to play with Phil. And uh, it was fun. Like, it was fun. You know, I had a good time. And so when Sony sort of, like, announced that Helldivers 2 was coming out, which, like, when they showed the trailer, I was like, oh, shit, this looks like Starship Troopers. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's Helldivers 2. Let's go. It looked exactly like I was Starship. super fucking yeah. excited. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I am actually looking forward to a game. And, like, I pre-ordered it. Like, I pre-ordered it the day before it came out, right? So, like, I bought it on Steam, which is, like, abnormal. Like, normally I would buy it on PS5. Um, but I knew that like a bunch of people were kind of interested in it. Right. So I bought it on the Thursday that it came out. I bought it on Wednesday and then it came out on Thursday and I played it. Loved it. It was great. You bought it on Friday. Didn't play it till Sunday. And I, 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 I got it and I was like, I want to play it. But then I just got absorbed in my family and I was like, it was oh, like, I yeah, spend time with my family. Uh, and you know. like, you got it out of like FOMO, whatever. Okay. It happens. I did. I, yeah. Right. You're not alone there, but like, you know, for like four days, I think Ryan Warden picked it up and Ryan Warden and I'd played together before I played with you. So like by the time you jump in, I you know I've I've got a good twelve hours in maybe maybe ten, uh, and then you know for like a good week, like we get some really great sessions in, and then for some reason it took a week for like for like TikTok to get a hold of it, and then the game became unfucking playable. I don't like not in the sense that like it was toxic or whatever, but it just like there were too Unplayable many people playing because it. there was too many fucking people to play it. And there's not many, enough server space. Too many people enjoyed this game that they were like, they crashed it. They didn't, they didn't crash it because like, apparently there was 400,000 people playing. I wasn't one of them, but there was apparently right. 400,000 people. Right. Playing. There was four. They capped it at like 450,000 or something nonsense. Yeah. And for days, bro. And then, so like eventually, you know, Tim gets it and Ian gets it. And then like, I got other friends who got it. And then, you know, Phil wants it. Phil like is the original Helldivers guy, like you know, and yeah, Phil doesn't have it yet, and it's you know, then Mike's gonna get it, and it's like, so we have all these bros that we finally seemingly have found a game that like multiple of our friends because nobody plays hunt with us. It's me, you, and Tom, and like, yeah. and then sometimes Warden, but like, this is like the game that like, oh shit, this is gonna be the one that brings us all together, and we can't fucking play. It's yeah. It's, and it pisses and me it, off. It's to the point now where like, I'm scared because it, you know how it is, right? You you people out there listening, you know, you, your friends say, let's buy this game. Let's all we're all going to play it. You know, we're all going to have a great time. And then two days later, nobody's playing the game. I'm worried that that's going to happen because the hype is going to die and like nobody's going to be excited to play it. But I at the same time, like our, my, my elevator pitch for this game is that like I've had so much fun in this game. That it's like, I don't think that that hype is going to die until I would give it maybe a year or two before it starts to kind of calm down. Now, and like they stop releasing content as much for it, but it's in, it's, it's, it's a good experiment. And the, you know, we talk about games as a service that we like, we're not really big fans of. And it's like, ugh, you know, like Suicide Squad is a prime example of like what people don't want a $70 hollow, like cash grab full of microtransactions. And it's just like, ugh, right? Ugh. And then you have a $40 game that feels complete, that's not scummy, that's not pay to win, despite what fucking morons say because they've never like played a game in their life. Um, and it's just like, holy shit, is this like the most fun I've ever had on a $40 game? Because it's just like there's so much gut it has going for it where it's like you were saying that it, like, there is a battle pass for it. There's a premium battle pass and there's like a regular battle pass that just comes with it and like I would almost argue that you don't need the premium battle pass. Like it's it's the FOMO, literally don't, the guns don't, and shit trash are dog shit. 
trash. Don't don't. I would actually urge you not to get the premium. But you're not you're not missing out on anything. Nothing. The There's old, no not, FOMO. I the I old, had FOMO. Don't fall for it. It's it's a it's. it's I will false. say I, there is one really cool thing, and it's the outfit that I'm using. I do like that. Um, it's the one that has I have like the 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 Terminator arm and the Terminator like you the, talk the, about being inclusive. Yeah, you got a paraplegic. He's I like it. it, and that's what I roll with, and it's cool because no one else runs that because like I am a very I'm very much a stickler. If you have the same cape as me, I will change my fucking cape. I do not want you to look like me. <laughs> <laughs> to go buy that skin tomorrow but uh, don't you fucking do it but, but no it's just it's got so and the fact that like again like you're saying it's not scummy it doesn't feel like you're buying a Fortnite game where it's like every day that i mean there there are four items that you can purchase every day on the item shop every but, two days and it but the prices on them like i don't know if i experience like you know how hunt showdown is right where it's like me you're these, asking me if i know yeah like where the skins are like basically if you were to look at it like they're like twenty dollars like for for skins or whatever like packs or whatever like if you like had 12. to purchase like 12. give or take a few but it's like the currency is very cheap and the skins are very little in price where it's like you could just play two or three matches and have enough to buy a skin off the shop so it's like it feels right. very not scummy if that makes sense i don't know but but like we've hit that point where like you know it's awesome. Like it's so good for a dev and it's so good for them to, for like something like this to happen where it's just like, why it proves that you don't need to spend a bunch of money on marketing. When you can, if you, it at its core is what people want. They want to be able to sit down, play a game. It's super fun. You can play with your friends and it, and it plays it, so well. Like it, it's, it's that. And it's exhilarating. And it's just like when, like when you, for the first couple of times you play it, you're like on fucking edge. You're just I like, was ah. in a, I felt like I was in a car crash. I was so tense. My body hurt. Uh, <laughs> my butthole, I, I think it's still sore from yeah. like clenching so hard, but it's like, I feel it's exhilarating. I feel like I've been to Vietnam now. I understand better. I'm more sympathetic to that generation. <laughs> uh, and that's in it. Uh, again, it has the hook, right? And it's, God, it's, it's, it's very it's, simplistic in how it is designed. But it's not as simple as it seems on the surface. But I am aggravated by the whole thing for a whole different reason than like what so other people yeah. are. Because I keep seeing, and again, th this sounds so just like gatekeepy. Like, yeah, it it sounds gatekeepy and sounds so like snooty, like my nose in the air. But like I Hipster see all the, over here. Yeah, it very much is it. I see the com like all these things all the time. Like oh, bro, bro, like there's rumors of a third faction. Bro, bro, there's like this war. It's like all the time. And it's like, it's like this thing where like everybody, little thing, every little thing you do contributes. And it's like, yeah, bitch, they did that 10 years ago. The same fucking concept 10 years ago. This is a whole but generation, like, dude. It, it's, it's a whole it's generation. It's amazing how by. literally changing the game from a top down knee shooter to a third person, like live service, because the first game was live service too. Literally switching the genre has made this thing absolutely explode to the point to where like it's again we can't play it because there's no room there's no there's, room it, on the cool bus that's too popular i was it's, on day one that's where i'm <laughs> aggravated that like i've had this shit since before it was fucking cool and now i can't participate in the cool thing <laughs> it's finally you've, you finally hit your hipster movement like this is your hipster moment where you're like i mean yeah, i've been that way I with a lot of, of things in my life but like this is the one thing it's that the first time you know, it it's like, actually Ugh. affects me because like i physically paid money for a thing that i cannot play because the servers are at capacity and like you know kudos to them they're a small team they're doing all these things 
they obviously did not ever in their what like the up like a pipe dream for them was like 250 concurrent players, not 450,000. You know, and it's 250, about 250,000, obviously. And it's my, I think that a lot of it is contributed to my favorite part of this whole Helldivers 2 movement. And that is like the movement itself where it feels like you are part of this bigger conglomerate like not even just like it's not even about like the war that's going on in the game but it's like the community where it's like we're all kind of like starship troopers and we all understand that the fact that like we're going for the oil right we've kind of accepted the fact that like you know the You're war the in iraq <laughs> the war in iraq is not so much about terrorism it's about oil right we've accepted that and we're going we're like hey fucking we're leaning into this dude we're gonna go kill those bugs because we need that oil we're gonna kill these automatons so we can have their technology those aliens trying to fuck us we're gonna kill them too you know it's like it, it's just a huge community like there's posts on tiktok every day i know and again it's very for you it's it's very algorithm based but like al gore and his fucking rhythm man al gore and his rhythm dude he's fucking nailing it because i'm i'm there but it's just it and it's feels, become very meme you got way low i don't know if that was me what happened? but like am i good now sound i don't know dude like Oh, okay. Think, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I turned the volume down. It is. I was like, "Holy shit! What happened to this audio?" Am Dude, I good now? No, you're great. It's my okay. Headphones. I turned it so down the volume. it's become very meme too. Where yes. like, yeah, and I don't mean like me me. I mean like me me, as in like, anyways. Um, meme, yeah, meme, real meme, meme, meme. So we're like, you know, you can. It's all about the joke of of for freedom and for democracy and for liberty and like leaning into that whole thing and like you made a joke you're like you're like you've hugged me more in this game than you've hugged me in real life and it's It's like so funny and like it but it has that hook that is just like okay me and three bros or lady bros whatever we're gonna we're gonna fucking dive in we're gonna kill some bugs we're gonna kill some terminators and we're gonna fucking have a war and like it is the perfect i will say this that like you know you know me i don't like games that are overly hard because i feel like stuff like dark souls is poorly designed intentionally it's meant for you to not it's purposely designed to be hard like and it's whereas like like, there's a balance between being difficult and being challenging where i do feel like the game is never there are times where you are absolutely overrun and it's goddamn and it's still like damn this is fun like damn this is fun like i've ne i have yet to come across a mission where i'm like this is too this is not fun like this is not fun. Yeah, and, I, and maybe it's the nature in which the game, the gameplay loop is designed. But like, my my problem with Dark Souls has always been I don't like doing the same thing over and over and not succeeding and not being able to make progress. I also don't like the way they play. I don't. Anyways, where this is like okay, like I still have an out. Like I have reinforcements, you, and everyone can sort of not role play, but everyone can be like, okay, I'm gonna bring in all the defensive stratagems, and this person's gonna be like, I'm gonna bring in all the heavy weaponry. Um, I'm gonna bring in all this, and like you can literally like strategize and like, like it actually like you can just drop in and do whatever. But like you, if you like actually strategize, you're, and like you can do some fucking damage, and it and is it feels it feels like again it, it's feels role, it's like the role playing aspect. It's like it feels like you are part of something, it, and it's. I think, honestly, it's something we need more now than we've ever needed before. But two problems. A, you're going to see people that try to replicate this. And it's going to, and it's, it's, it's already coming. Yeah. Just like whenever uh, Daisy happened or PUBG happened or Fortnite happened, you know, you've got the Call of Duty war zones out there. And then you've got the off brand ones where it's like, 
big, big, big booby flappy chicks, and they drop down, and like you got you, and it's like the same concept. It's just Fortnite, but a different like reskin. In in the age of this this gaming era, though, like you have to, you can't drop everything at once, right? You have to sort of like trickle new stuff in, like sort of the Fortnite approach. They sort of do theirs in the seasons, right? Is that how they do it? Like I know that like Hunt does it in events, which is just yeah. a season. Like Fortnite does the same. Like with this, it's like okay. How do you because like now, obviously, their roadmap, they already said was like outdated based off like the the reception and stuff, which is like, I think, super cool. Like, that's super like, cool. Like but acknowledging like acknowledging what like, that oh, does, shit. though, is that's going to push what they were going to do aside while they fix the actual server problems to get more people into playing it. But then you <laughs> yeah. have to be it's a balance, because if you take too long, you hit that point as a consumer where you're just like, I don't I don't even, I don't even want to play this anymore because like there's no like I don't and like. You know, there's this whole thing where, like, I, I commented on a thing on Twitter, and it was, it was like, dumb. It's like, oh, you know, it broke the, the record, 450 concurrent players, and it, all I said was, how? No one can get on. This was, like, Sunday when, like, literally no one could get on. And then someone's like, oh, bro, like, if you just wait 25 minutes, it's like, I am a single parent. Single parent. Sure. I am a parent of a single child. There we go. <laughs> Not a single parent. Dropping, um, dropping bombs over here. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a parent of a single child, and so, like, when that child goes to bed, I don't want to sit here with my thumb up my ass for 25 minutes waiting on potentially, potentially and possibly playing a game, right? Like I want to yeah. fire it up and I want to play with the bros because it's already hard enough as adults, as parents, all of our friends to get and everyone together anyways. Yeah. And for us to sit here and get frustrated because nobody can get in, get the fuck out of here. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. You fucking but, dude. It's just I I highly recommend it. It's so much fucking fun. Go dude. out, support your support your, you know. Actually, the dev said super don't, Earth today. The dev said, please don't buy this anymore until we fix it. Yeah, <laughs> Which and I think it's like, really cool. God, and it's it, it, yeah, I think that they are doing something uh trying, as a, yeah. as, a, as a as a company, as a developer that like I don't think has been seen uh yet. And that's maybe, maybe by the recently by the power world people where they're like they feel like normal dudes. They feel like they're like, Hey, we understand like shit's like going wrong right now. Don't buy the game until we've got this ironed out. You know, like they feel, they feel very real. Whereas it's not, doesn't feel like you're seeing a movement. trying to sell you a product. Yeah. You're seeing a movement in, in the gaming industry where these smaller devs are making shit. That's more worthwhile than like these super companies that make these just like, carbon copy paste of everything man like because it's almost like complacency breathes nothing but shit dude it's not uh, it's yeah like oh okay well, i don't want to get into the whole diet trap but all that being said like it's fucking dope i say wait until they fix it if you want but it's fucking rad game yes yeah, so but come come play with us come die with us now in the spirit of that this episode's running a little long it's been a while we haven't really we haven't potted since like 10 dude, days ago i feel good yeah, I feel good. You want to keep going? Feel, you want to keep going? Let's, let's do this. You want to do this like top five or whatever? 25 hours? You want to do it straight? Hell, it did. Talk about first <laughs> world first 25 hours episode podcast. No, let's, I, let's do it. Just I know people do live streams all the time. What of, we, uh, dude, what do we even talk about? Like, I'm done after two hours. I don't even have it. <laughs> We'd have to have a rotating, like, literally, like, be like that, uh, like the carnival ride where you have to hit the button and then people just like fall out and then you get like two, two more people. Okay, anyways, quick question, quick question before we jump in. Okay. You're watching a 24 hour stream. Have you ever watched a 24 hour stream before? I don't have that kind of time. Okay. But there's people, there's streamers that do 24 hour streams. Okay. They do, do it in October, like, right? Like charity. Yeah. Sometimes it depends. Like when they feel like it, sometimes it's like for sub goals, et cetera. But all that being said, do you feel like it's a cop out if they throw on some like old content and take a nap? Yes. 
Okay. But I mean, at the same time, like, I understand it. Hey, I'm not one to let you, like, you go kill yourself with this or whatever. But it does feel like, hey, if you're doing, like, a 24-hour stream, I think you should be up for all 24 stream hours. Like, or, or, or you stream yourself sleeping. Honestly, I'm there for it. Yeah. I feel like that's more, that's more acceptable to me. <laughs> that's Although weird, I think that that, I do think that there's going to be like those creeps that are like, yeah, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then, you get, I, then you're going to get the one got, person in there who's yeah. like going to diagnose you with like uh, sleep apnea. And yeah. Sleep, he's like, like hey, you're, you're uh, taking very shallow breaths there and you actually yeah. stop breathing several times for 30 seconds or more. Like I think you might go to the doctor. So, right. Dude, I could talk for days. We need to get the, we need the top five out. Cause anyways, just keep let's rambling. get this top five out. All right. So in the spirit of um, Helldivers 2 mm -hmm. uh, and even Borderlands to an extent, a top five is going to be top five favorite online slash co-op slash multiplayer games. Now, you can you can kind of just just do it however you want to. But like I categorize those as two different things. You have your co-ops and then you have your competitive shooters. Right. Yeah. So I don't. My met my list is like a mess because like I off the top of my head, I just went like, OK, boom, 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 boom. Like, what do I have fond memories of? And I'm going to throw like a bunch out there. OK, mm -hmm. ready? Okay. First one I can remember. I mean, the first video game I ever played was a co-op game and it was with my dad. It was on the Sega Master System. It was Rambo and it was a top down. It's uh, super cool. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, I was like, you know, old. Was, the game came out before I was alive. So it was just one of those things. But like, that's literally my first introduction to video games. Like, a lot of people is like Tetris, Mario, Pokemon. Mine was fucking Rambo. <laughs> so, um, and like, there's just something special about like co op and like playing with friends and playing with, you know, family and stuff. Um, the other one that's up there too is the X Men arcade game, the six player arcade game. Oh, bro, like you're talking, no, like, played it, but dude, it's dude, blew my mind. That's like blew my mind, blew my mind. Um, especially if you get like everybody together and you can play, unreal. And it's X Men, but like, I have a lot of fond memories of those like side scroller, like beat em ups, you know, like mm -hmm. you know, turtles and stuff, but like, I've Someone's gonna get really mad, probably. Ian, I found I find a lot of those, you know, Streets of Rage. They're very, very boring if you play by yourself. Like, like, oh my god! Like, I can only play this with a friend. Um, then you get into a lot of stuff like Diablo Two. Diablo Two was probably one of the first games I ever played online with somebody. Okay, um, mm -hmm. and you know, Counter Strike Source is up there. Is that CS:GO um, or is that like before? No, CSGO? That's before that. That's, that's Counter Strike Source. Okay. Um. That's why they don't call it CSGO. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, but I remember the N64 Gauntlet Dark Legacy. You remember that? Shit. Which, okay, so like, remind me. What is this one? Gauntlet. D look, Google it. You'll see it. When okay. you see it, you'll okay. know. It's the one where... Is, I that, mean, is it Cerebral Bore? Because I can't remember. There's a game with that I played that was multiplayer, and you could get the Cerebral Bore, and it was like if you hit somebody with it, it bored in their brain and made like really cool sounds or whatever. But uh, Gauntlet... It might Mark. be Turok. It might be the like the the later one. But what did you say? Gauntlet, 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 Dark Legacy. There's a bunch of different gauntlets, but Dark Legacy is the one that it had an arcade. Like, never played this. Yeah, no, I didn't really. Play it. Yeah, I didn't bro. Play this. I mean, it's you know, it's Elf Barbarian. Oh, that's not, is it Xbox? 
there's, there's PlayStation. Th- yeah. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of different versions. Like it was on GameCube, it was on 64, it was all sorts of shit. Um, but like that, dude, I had a really good time. That like that was couch co-op at its finest. Um <laughs> I have extreme fond memories of this one, right? So like I'm gonna I'm gonna go through I'm trying to narrow these down, but like there's just so many that I've had. I I think this is one of those top fives where it's just like there's no way to like Halo 3 is in the top five simply because of like me and Cash and Hef and sometimes Phil, sometimes Brandon, we would go and like like you like land parties, dude, dude, Team Slayer land parties, unreal. Go into like competitive like events. Fuck yeah, like let's go. Like Halo was great. Halo 2 was great, but Halo 3 was the one where, okay, like I was also in college and people were playing Halo 3 and it was just like that was the one that really took Xbox Live to the next step. And like it was like you were either a Halo guy or you were like a Modern Warfare guy. I mean, I played both, but I've always preferred Halo. I was better at Halo than I was at Call of Duty. Um, Unreal Tournament 2004 is also up there, too, because my PC was I didn't have a great PC growing up. So like Counter-Strike Source and like Unreal 2004 was like the things that would run um, when I could like, you know, run it on like shitty dial up Internet. Oh, my God. Um, Co-op wise terrorist hunts in rainbow six vegas also the spies versus mercs ver- uh in splinter cell was a lot of fun uh left for dead was fun uh formula kind of you know was ran dry i'm not putting hell divers 2 on there yet but it'll probably make it it'll probably make it um it, but like mortal kombat shaolin monks i know i haven't mentioned it in the in the discord i remember like vividly when that game came out and like what I did, we, there was a, uh, in his mom and dad's backyard, they set up a storage unit and nothing was in the unit yet. And like, we took a TV out there. We had some snacks. We had fucking, uh, the Xbox out there with a fucking CRS TV. And we start to finish played Shaolin monks over the course of like the night and everything else. And it was just like, I know that like, you know, we've talked to David about like, oh, they made, you know, mythologies and it was terrible. And then they made special forces and it was terrible. And then they made their third adventure game, Shaolin Monks, which is like praised. Everyone loves it. And then just like, no, we're never doing that again. <laughs> so, it was too it, popular. So, it was sorry. like, it was so fucking good. So fucking good. One of my favorite, like literally like co-op games of all time. But in a surprise to no one, my favorite multiplayer competitive game of all time is... On showdown. There you go. Yeah. yeah um, you go. It is just an unreal experience. It helps that I, I have almost a constant partner when I play. And that's what helps, right? Like if you play randoms, it's like one thing. But then like if you have someone, if you have a friend that you always play with, um, it sort of like makes the experience a lot better. And then like, you know, our lunch hunts, dude, like, you know, this whole work from home era, like everything, like we basically started playing hunt during COVID. And it was just one of those things that I dude, I love it. Like I, I cannot get enough of hunt. I fucking love it so much. It's the most fun I've ever had in playing a competitive game in my life, in my life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a fun experience. Like hell diver two. Great. But that's co-op showdown. Yeah. That is co-op hunt showdown. Just a great it's goddamn great shooter. It's absolutely hands down my favorite multiplayer game of all time. Of all time. Now, hell yeah. What about you? 
All right, I'm going to go quick because I'm tired and I got to piss. So but you said you could talk for two more hours. Dude, I could, but now I, I hit a wall and I'm, I'm tired again. Uh, but no, you were talking about nostalgia. I think that uh, I don't have a top five. I got a like, top eight because I, I started remembering Same. games. Uh, number eight, I think, is one of the first memories I have of like co-op, like uh, like offline or whatever. And that was with my brother. And we played Motor Mayhem on the PlayStation 2. Let's go. Deep pool. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, dude. It was fucking good. Uh, just, a, just a fun game, like especially to be introduced to like a driving game where you just run around and shoot each other in cars or whatever. Uh, and then Goldeneye, I remember playing. I know that okay. came out before, but it was like Goldeneye was definitely a good one. Like I, I was like probably eight or nine years old when yeah. I when I played it. So like, of course, I'm going with the Golden Gun. I'm gonna shoot people in one shot, whatever. Uh, Torok was another one, right? Uh, really, I had a really fun multiplayer there. I think like the later ones, I don't remember which one it was, but a uh, really good time. Red Faction, I think somebody mentioned it and reminded me in the Discord. Fucking. Super fun game. Uh, they had a really cool multiplayer. It was like where I got my love of destructible environments from, like where you could literally like carve a hole into a wall and like, you know, make your own tunnels and shit like that. So fucking cool. Loved it. Red Faction 2. I don't think it had much hype. It wasn't as good. Uh, <laughs> then uh, you get into like the more modern era. There's Sackboy for okay. co-op or whatever. Sackboy was really fun. Me and Shelby played it. We really loved it. Uh, I need to play that with Quinks. So I think he'd really enjoy it. Uh then you've got World of Warcraft, obviously. I was about to say, if you have yeah, this list and don't have that on there. It's obviously on there. Like, it's just, again, uh, so much of my, like, teenage years spent were, like, on World of Warcraft is where I'm where, where I'm Not just a teenager kinda, now. Yeah, like, I did play it some. I'm probably going to play the new expansion, whatever, blah, blah, don't, blah. But don't. I already bought it, dude. I have to. Uh, you fucking you got, weak, bro. Yeah, I know I am. But it's Chris Metzen, so it's okay. Uh but it's where I met. Like I got to like I you know Shelby playing World of Warcraft with her and stuff like that. So it's like you know it's obviously pretty sentimental. Um, uh, then you got I put Helldivers two on here just because again I'm having a lot of fun with it. We'll see how it lasts on the on the co op list there. No Stardew Valley, no Minecraft for you. They're on there. They're just you know they're somewhere on the list. Uh, and then uh, Hunt Showdown obviously is number one. So yeah. So fucking Bayou Boys, bro. Bayou Boys. That's it. <laughs> That's something. 